Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Kappa, formerly of Cultivating the Lovely, and on this podcast, we focus on wellness, beauty, style, planning, and life. Basically, life is messy, and here we learn to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I have my good friend Katie back on the show, and we are talking about celebrating our teens. We've been doing kind of a big focus on teen boys and connecting with our kids through media and all of that kind of thing. And this week, actually today is Katie's son's birthday and on Friday is my son's birthday and they will be 15 and so that is totally crazy and we wanted to use this week to talk all about celebrating them how it's different from when they were little and things that we can be thinking about moving forward through the years to really honor and celebrate them especially right now after a year of a pandemic when people have been more isolated how we can point out those things in them that have kind of had to fall by the wayside in a difficult year also a little preview of what we have coming up on the show. Next week is going to be all about celebrating our friends because it's my birthday next week, which is super fun. And then we are going to be moving into our Mother's Day content. Now, you guys, we have some really fun things coming up in Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash livewelltogether. First of all, we're releasing a brand new Live Well Love Kit next week, and it's going to be a Mother's Day kit. And basically, all you have to do with this Mother's Day kit is open it up and send the video to your husband and your children. And Katie and I are going to teach them exactly what they need to do to give you a lovely Mother's Day that takes all the pressure off of you and allows you to have a beautiful, wonderful day, but doesn't require a ton of work from them because we all know they don't usually do that well with trying to come up with it on their own. So we have spelled it all out for them. If you want access to that, to just simplify your Mother's Day, then you're going to want to come over and join us in Patreon. And that is also going to kick off a whole month where we are talking about planning for summer. We are going to hit all the different facets of it. We are also going to have a couple of episodes right here on this show where we're talking about our favorite summer products and how to plan for summer. It's going to be a really fun time. And if the idea of summer feels a little bit overwhelming sometimes, figuring out how to feed your kids all day long every day, I know we've had more practice with this throughout the pandemic, but we are going to get down to the brass tacks of getting everything figured out for summer so it doesn't feel as crazy and overwhelming. If you need to work like I do, we're gonna talk all about that with the working moms and the working at home moms and how to structure your schedule. We're gonna create all sorts of ideas and plans and get everything prepped so that when summer comes, we can get through it without just feeling like we're in survival mode the whole time and actually enjoy our summer with our kids. So if you want access to that content, you're going to want to join us in Patreon at patreon.com slash livewelltogether. We would love to have you come join the community and be a part of that with us. All right, but without further ado, let's get on with this episode with me and Katie talking about celebrating our teens. Okay, Katie, we are back with another week talking about our teens. Well, in celebrating our teens, I feel like yes. this episode we should have like confetti and yeah. balloons and <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because we, I mean, we went in depth. I mean, we've talked about connecting with our kids over media. We've talked about mothering teen boys and what that has looked like for us. If you've missed any of those episodes, you can go back in the recent weeks and listen to them. 
But, you know, between us, we've got some boys and some teens. And both of our boys, if you missed it last week, are Katie's third son and my oldest are turning 15 this month. We did a really fun podcast that we released in Patreon. We did a mini with the boys, which was just hilarious. So you're not going to want to miss that. <laughs> can go get a deep dive on a bunch of Marvel stuff and WandaVision in there. So go join us in Patreon if you want to hear that. But since they're having their birthdays and we know that like celebrating teens is very different than when they're little, we kind of wanted to talk about what that transition look, looks like and how to celebrate them well as they're at these older ages and kind of what that looks like and what that means. So yes, here we go. Okay, so I've just been thinking about how when they're little, when you're going to throw them like a first birthday party or a second or a third or a fourth, you think about like, what are they into? Like, do they love pink and ballerinas? One-year-olds really have a lot of interest. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But I think you missed Roman's first and second. Probably maybe by around the third, we started to know each other. No, no one gave yeah. me third birthday. That's right. I remember we were at the park alone. Okay. Anyway, that's not <laughs> scarring for me. Um, but the first birthday, I went all in, man. And three-tiered birthday cake and gifts for every kid. It had nothing to do with him. It was all about me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we, as moms, we make that transition. You yes. know, when you have this idealized vision of A, you as a mom, B, yes. your child. And how, how grateful they're going to be for the perfect party you threw them. Like all of that just kind of goes out the window when you actually have this child and nothing ever goes according to that plan, nor should it, because that's not building anything good. Yeah. But I just, I always focused on like, okay, this year we're really into monster trucks. We're going to have a monster Mm -hmm. truck party or Peppa Pig or um superhero yeah Marvel you know what I'm saying like there's always you kind of pick a theme and you buy plates according to that theme or balloons or goodie bags or cake all of it kind of is according to that theme and I think as the kids get older and they're less into themed parties it's harder to connect with them in that way of like this is who you are this this is what you're into this year this is what I, as your mom, look at you and I see this growth in you this year in this area. I think we can't take for granted that we still have to speak that over them, speak life over them in that way of speaking back to them what we see, because moms can be that mirror for your kids, especially as they're growing to encourage the good and speak life into them. That this is, this is where I really see you excelling in what you're doing and you can't really throw them a party around those things as much. I just want to make sure I'm still saying those things that because they're getting older and it's cheesy to like yeah. something out, I don't want to neglect the fact that they still have that need of being seen and being yeah. noticed and having and celebrated. Somebody, and celebrated. Yeah. So it all evolves and it all changes but the heart behind it of who you see your child becoming is still something so important to focus on. Yes. Yeah. I think that that is really key that we remember that for, for the celebrations and what speaks to their heart in being celebrated. I think that was something that became really clear to me last year, especially during the pandemic and we were dealing with, you know, quarantine birthdays and all of that. Yeah. You know, I have one kid who really wanted the parade. 
he wanted all the cars, as many as I could muster to find. Like, I can one family please split into five cars <laughs> so that it looks like this parade is bigger than it is? Like, he wanted the parade, and that made him feel, like, special and honored and celebrated. And then there were other kids that were like, for the love, mother, please not on, you know, my grave. Yeah. Please do not make a parade for me. I don't want that. And yeah. so it's, I think it's so important too, as you're thinking about celebrating them, realizing they have opinions at these ages about what it means to them to be celebrated, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and to just be noticed, taken, take yes. their needs taken into account all of those things can really make a successful, a child feel like this was a celebration personalized to them Yeah, without a lot of, without a lot of fanfare and a lot of work. I mean, I think they just get so much more expensive in those scenes, the things they want, yeah. the things they yeah. need, just buying their shoes. Like, Oh, oh my gosh, yes. everything just adds up. So my goal is never <laughs> to go all out on the parties because yeah. they don't necessarily want that anymore. And <laughs> everything else is costing so much. Like it just, that, that playing field feels a little more leveled. Like, okay, yeah. let's yeah. just yeah. talk about this. Like, what, what are you wanting? What are you hoping for? And, um, and how can I make that happen to the best of my abilities, yeah. you know, without blowing a budget or. Although we are saying this during a year when we are doing something for them that's bigger. Yeah. Although I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be a high budget thing. It's more going to no. be about the people because I uh -huh. really think that that is what it is at this age too, is like they, they're at, you know, for these boys, they're turning 15. They have friendships that they have now had for years and years and years and years. And I think almost it's almost been even more clarifying about that because of the last year of quarantine that, you know, a lot of the school friends fell away and a lot of the people that we weren't intentionally like making sure they were seeing or communicating with on a regular basis, those just kind of naturally disappeared because they weren't yeah. around each other. And so yeah. the relationships that they had that were like the most important to them that they wanted to fight for were the ones that were going to kind of carry through this long, lonely year. And so yeah. I think as we're starting to kind of emerge from that quarantine, having those people be there, they want those relationships. They want that time with those people. And that is what is going to most feel like celebrating to them. Yeah. Isn't that true with quarantine? Like it's shaken it all up and what you're left with is really the gold, you know, like this is yeah. really the friendships that I need because in that really hard time, they were something worth fighting for and figuring yeah. out a way to talk to or get in touch with when we were all sort of in a survival mode, mm -hmm. those relationships that suck really matter. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, I mean, I think it's unique for kids, our kids age to have had the past year that they've had, because I know in all of my years of parenting so far, the turning 14 to turning 15 age has been the one that I've seen the most exponential change since they were like 
little and doubled in size in a year, you know, like this has been like, I thought he changed a lot that 13th year. And he certainly did. But when I look at pictures from a year ago to now, it's like, oh my word, you became a man. Like that shift happens in that, you know, going from 14 to 15 in such a big way their mm-hmm. bodies change, their voices change, they have huge feet, they're taller than me, they like, and they're not their personalities change, but they are more manly. They have yes. it's it is a different thing all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, it really and it, it almost happens overnight where you're like, oh, I have to relate to you in a different way and I have to like <laughs> deal with all of this and so that also leads to celebrating you in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And how do we do that? How do we go forward celebrating them? Well, that makes, because I think a mom wants to feel like you've, you've honored that birthday. It's, it's a year for us too. you know, another year mm-hmm. with this child, it's our own evolving alongside them and figuring things out. And yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a moment in time that you really want to stop and appreciate. And so how do we, how do we best do that? How do we best do that with our teenage boys? That's a good question. I know that's, that's (laughs) question mark. That's that's why we're here. That's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) I think some of it harkens back to what we talked about in the last episode. I mean, I think that definitely what I'm seeing at this age is sort of these rites of passage. And it's like these markers that they are going to look back on and remember in adulthood of like, oh, that's when, like we talked about in the last episode, that's when the first time I rode my bike all the way to the mall without my mom. Like that was a (laughs) rite of passage for him. (laughs) And I think that like in some ways, these kind of teen birthdays can also be that. Like, oh, my 15th birthday was marked by this thing. And some of it though, like, I don't think we have to let go of everything. I think this is something I have noticed, especially as my kids get older, that the traditions we have in place almost mean more to them when they're yeah. older. And they're like clinging to that part of being childlike that they still want to have. I mean, I remember so distinctly when like my Christmases took on a very different feel. It was like I knew all the secrets. We weren't getting together with the same family members that we used to because everybody kind of had grown and gone in different directions and it just didn't have that same like magic to it. And Mm. I think at this age, they're still kind of clinging to a little bit of that magic that they still want to hold on to. And that happens through those traditions. Like I think it almost matters more to my oldest that I make the breakfast that I always make for their birthdays. And I, I kind of herald it in that way than even when he was younger. Like he enjoyed it when he was younger, but now he's like, hey, where's the breakfast? You know, like he wants yeah. he wants that more almost. Yeah, we're seeing them transition. And Ben was just telling me yesterday, he said, you know, it feels like the days are going by so fast. The mm-hmm. weeks are going by fast. This year's gone by fast. And that's that's a mark of somebody not just the days are blurring and you can't Mm -hmm. wait to get to the weekend because that's when you don't have school. And like, there's a maturing process happening. That's what we all experience is that the days are so quick. 
or yeah. the days can be long the years are so quick you know it just yes when you have kids you see how fast it goes but as they start to wake awaken to that they do there are those markers those anchor points in their life you know where this is what my family does for christmas this is what we do on birthdays this and those things become even sweeter because mm-hmm. they mark that time as they're appreciating time more and more yeah Okay, you guys, you know, I'm always trying different supplements, trying things out, seeing what works best. And I've tried a lot of different omega-3 supplements. And I've got to say, I think that Ewe is the best one I've ever used. It is becoming my favorite. And their secret is algae. It's a whole nother level than plain fish oil. Here's why I love Ewe. Fish and krill get their omega-3 by consuming algae. That makes algae the original and best source of omega-3. With iwi, you skip the middle fish and the nasty fishy taste. And I thought this was interesting. You know how oil and water don't mix? Well, that's what happens to fish oil in your body. Iwi's proprietary form of algae leads to 50% more absorption than fish, krill, and other algae oils, the world's highest absorption of any source of omega-3. Don't be fooled by imitators. Not all algae are created equal. Iwi's patented formula goes straight to your bloodstream. More absorption, more health benefits. In a clinical study, Iwi cholesterol helped reduce bad VLDL cholesterol by 25% on average in just three months. That's amazing. And on top of it all, Iwi's products are plant-based, sustainably sourced, and farmed in the U.S. Give Iwi a try, and you're going to love it as much as I do. That's why I've arranged for all my listeners to get this amazing offer you can only get here. For a limited time, you can save 30% on your first purchase Purchase by going to ewelife.com slash livewell using promo code livewell at checkout. And be sure to watch the really cool video that shows how ewe is better absorbed by our bodies. That's I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot com slash livewell promo code livewell for 30% off your first purchase. ewelife.com slash livewell promo code livewell. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah, they're appreciating it and those things matter to them and they kind of like have a recognition of family culture, I think, in a different way than they have before. Like it means more to them. I think it means more to Roman now that we share Marvel together than it did when he was little. It's kind of like, oh yeah, whatever, we watch it. But now it's like, oh, this is like our thing. And he wants to have more of those things because he's creating his identity and he knows like, this is part of what makes me who I am. And these are the things I can relate to other people on because we share it. You know, I'm just thinking like, that's the fruit of putting in all the effort when they're little, because so much of our lives, when you have little kids, feel cyclical. You know, you mm-hmm. do another load of laundry, you make another dinner, you do the dishes, you put them to bed. Like it's all cyclical. But then as they start growing, you start to see the fruit of a lot of these rhythms and things that you put in place, the traditions you put in place, all of a sudden they matter to the kids. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, there's a sweetness when you're not just doing it over and over and over again and nobody's noticing. It's so sweet yeah. when you get to the place where they appreciate the work that we put in, in those younger years. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it feel like, oh, okay, there's finally some payoff here. Yeah. <laughs> like when people, it's like when your kids like 
start smiling for the first time when they're a baby or that first time they start saying like, I love you back or giving you kisses back. It's like, Oh, it's two, it's a two way street here. It's not just like one way when they start actually recognizing things and, and seeing that they are important to them, then Mm -hmm. that starts to feel like, okay, it was worth it to dive in there for all of that time. Absolutely. They're engaging with their life and it, you get to be a part of it, not just the only one doing the work and the effort. You're actually, you have a partner in this. They appreciate it. They're engaged. Yes. Which is, is so much fun. And I think that while like we are going to be doing something for our boys, something really fun that we can't really talk about yet because we're going to be sharing, we're like doing a trial run, right? Can we say that? It's like a trial run for something later. Well, we, okay. I, I think, how do we go about this? So we're doing the live well, love kits in Patreon. Yes. If you don't know what those are. So we did like, there was a very spicy date night for February. You can still access these things, by the way, if you go back and we've got like mini casts all about it. And we've got everything like planned out for you to just be able to take whatever it is and move forward, which I think is kind of the fun of the live well love kits, because we've done all the planning for you and you just are able to follow the directions, kind of like a HelloFresh meal kit, which is makes it easier and makes it more doable. And then in March, we did one that was the rainbow party. And so that was more like family centered and just fun things that are easy to implement to be able to kind of like build memories and whatnot for your kids. Coming up for May, we are doing, we're actually releasing it in April so that your family has time to prepare, but we're like taking care of Mother's Day for you guys, just so you know go become a patron so that your mother's day is taken care of and you get to pamper yourself, but also your family has the plan to take care of you on mother's day. Isn't that what we all sort of need? Like here, (laughs) just do this for them and they will feel special and you didn't have to figure it out. Like, I think that's really helpful. At least it is for me when somebody else gives my kids a plan. Like my mom has done that for my kids, you know? So we're doing that, but then we're going to have a kickoff to summer party that we're going to be releasing in June. So kickoff to summer, live well, love kit, but we are doing the trial run for our boys' birthdays in April. So we're working out all of the kinks I mean, do we tell them? Do we tell them what it is? I don't know because it's so fun. I kind of like so I, I want to say, but I also I I don't know. But if don't we don't know. tell them about it, then they they don't know to come to Patreon and do, that they're gonna want it. That's so true. Right? You're gonna want this. It's, You're gonna it's want a really it. fun idea. And keep in mind, we're two lovely Christian moms. You know. <laughs> So when we say what this is, it's just like when we say there was a spicy kit for February, you want a hot date night. If we provided a date weekend, like you've never known, but (laughs) this, okay. I think we should just say it. We're doing a murder mystery party and we're doing it in a way that, well, we think we got to, we got to make it happen, (laughs) but it's not going to break the bank. It's not going to be like you have to invest all this money into doing it. We are just going to kind of like have all the pieces planned out for you and the characters and like how to make it work to just have fun because I think they are really at this age where they can really sink into it. 
Yeah, and the, the whole character thing is so delightful. Yeah, even the dressing up in character, like it's not it's not too far for them to go to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to be a good professor. I'm going to figure out how to put a professor outfit together and do it. You know, like, I think there's something kind of fun in it. It's not um, like, I think with my 10 year old, he'd be more awkward, but at this age in these teens, do you either go all in or you're not participating? And hopefully we can draw everybody. We can just draw them in to have, fun and laugh and the way that we're doing this um the the person who dies the killer all of that will be assigned in the mo- like it, it's not something you're going to know ahead of time so there's no fear of giving the secrets away or anything like that yeah the host is just passing out the cards in the moment so um so it's something you could play again and again it's something yes. you could you could change the theme up but keep the method and yeah, I just think it's going to be really fun. But it will be fun to like give them all their characters. And as I was thinking about it, it's like, yeah, my girls will be like excited about dressing up, but they won't know how to really carry out that character throughout the game like our yeah. teens will. Like, yeah. and I think that we have done such a good job of being an example to them in that of like really embracing the character and going for it. I mean, I know your family <laughs> does this kind of stuff on the regular. Yeah. And whenever I have a chance to like embarrass my kids, I do like when they had their eighties party at school a couple of years ago, their eighties oh, dance. Yeah. Oh and yeah, you did. Yeah. Only a handful of parents went there and I went there and I danced. I did the whole thing. And it was like, I told him because I knew he was so embarrassed. I was like, this is my job because you're going to appreciate this someday. And all these parents who are sitting on the sidelines and didn't dress up, their kids secretly wish that they were out here having as much fun as your mom is. And so (laughs) I feel like we've done a really good job of prepping them for it's more fun to kind of let your inhibitions go and commit to it and just do it and have fun. Because then you're not being all self-conscious about what your friends think and what anybody thinks you're just having fun. And then that allows your friends who are maybe a little bit more unsure of themselves to have fun too, because they see that you're committing to it. And so I am like fully expecting that this is going to be absolutely fabulous. Ladies, I'm sure you can relate on what one of the hardest parts of being a mom is. It's feeding your kids because they want to eat every single day. I mean, they're savages. And for me personally, if I don't have a plan in place, when those questions start coming in, what are we having for dinner? Then I'm liable to lose my ever-loving mind. And that is why I love plan to eat, especially lately as my kids' schedules have kicked up a notch and we have a whole lot more going on. It is such a relief to me when I know exactly what we're having for dinner. It simplifies my shopping trips because they actually create the list for me and it's all organized by where I need to get the things in the stores. I love how simple everything is because it's just a drag and drop system. So I just pull everything onto the calendar exactly where I want it. I can even schedule for leftovers and I love how they keep my recipes too. They're beautiful and organized and I never lose any of them. And once I create a menu for a week or a month, I'm able to actually save it and repeat it again later, saving myself time when I need to plan the next time, which is always a huge time saver. 
I've been using Plan to Eat for six years and have never found a better program for planning our meals and for saving my recipes. I love the format. I love the way they have everything organized. They've truly thought of everything. They even have an app so I can plan on the go and I always have my shopping list with me, which I tend to be a little forgetful as a mom of four and oftentimes leave my shopping list on my desk so when I always know that no matter what, it is with me as well as our plan for what meals we're having, it's just a game changer. Plan to Eat is a subscription service. It's available for $4.95 a month or $39 a year, but you can get it for 60 days free if you go to plantoeat.com slash lovely. You can give it a full try. You don't even have to put in your credit card. You just get to experience all the glory of Plan to Eat, and then let me tell you, you're not going to want to go back. So again, go to plantoeat.com slash lovely to get 60 days free and save your own sanity. I think so too. I think it's hard for teens to laugh at themselves, to get the confidence necessary to laugh at themselves and to practice something like this in your family gives them that confidence. You know, they like, Oh, we're all mom and dad are too. Okay. We're all being weird. I can be weird and funny and it's okay. And I hope that 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 just translates, you know, in their future years that that gives them that confidence to be like, it's so much more fun to just do it, go for it. And and help other people who feel uncomfortable by yeah. just doing it. Yeah. And that's something that like, I'm always so admirable of Roman that he, he's kind of like a little trendsetter and it doesn't take a lot for him to want to go there and like be wild and crazy. But I have other kids that that's a lot harder for. And so yeah. I am so excited to see them at this party too. Like, they're going to stand out more if they don't go for it. Yes. So it's like kind of good peer pressure. (laughs) Yes. It's the best kind to kind of like push them out of that comfort zone and make them see like, Oh, it's more fun when you just do it and you go for it. Yeah. In the best, like purest way possible too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun to push them to that, but yeah, we are, we are going to go for it and work out all of the kinks and then create the kit so that, that you guys can have as much fun with this as we fully intend to. Mm-hmm. And it would be yeah. great for like a birthday party. We're going to do it as if it's like a summer kickoff, like yeah, in June, right? In the beginning of yeah, June. Yeah, that's when the Live Well Love Kit will be. Kick but off I your think, summer. Yeah, but I think it could be adapted to any, mm-hmm. I mean, 4th of July or a birthday yeah. or anytime you just need a fun Friday night. Yes. I mean, and depending on how it goes, I could see us doing this again and like recycling it and having fun. And, you know, I remember I would get together with friends in college and we would play mafia and like we would just have mafia parties all the time. And I think this is kind of like taking that to the next level, you know, and our kids have all like, well, not all of them, but a lot of them have played what's that dumb game uh, this year that came out with oh what's it called so when my kid started using the word sus everybody was sus for suspicious if you don't know oh yeah i do know what you're talking about um what is that called it's like mafia but yeah but it's extremely low-tech looking right yes it's weird what is that game oh this is gonna kill me do you have your teen near and you could ask him (laughs) I cannot remember. Hey, Ben. Uh, 
what's that game called where um Callan has the mask and the socks and you guys yes. are, what is it among us among us yes thank yes, you ben okay, okay thanks thanks ben <laughs> Okay, got it. Teens are so <laughs> handy. Um, it's going to be like real life among us, I think. Yeah. Like, and so it's kind of fun because they've all been sort of familiar with the concept over the past and they, year. And they love it. It doesn't bother them that it's so low tech. Yes, it's, like, it's just so fun. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be really fun. But I also, like we've had so much fun other years of these last couple of years of not having like these crazy birthday parties, but allowing them to just pick, like for me, I always allow Roman to pick like a couple of his closest friends. Obviously we didn't do it last year, but the year before, usually the uh, Marvel movies come out around their birthday. And so for a couple years in a row there, he and his very closest friends, we would get together and go to a Marvel movie. And so we, I saw Endgame with four 12 year olds 12 and 13 year olds which is like the best people to watch Endgame with because you're crying with a bunch of junior high boys and they felt it in their being because they've grown up with it it was it was perfect but I I love even what a great memory I know it truly is I was like flanked by junior high and high school boys there was like a high school couple sitting next to me and the the girlfriend was like consoling her boyfriend and it was like a whole thing. I will never forget it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But even those birthdays where there wasn't like this big party and everything that we did, it was that relational aspect as they get older and having them share in it. And like, especially something like that, where we watched this like kind of iconic movie, there was so much conversation in that car afterward. You know, it was, incredible to hear what was coming out of these boys mouths as they were dissecting this experience that they had just had together and even though it was fun yes and it was such a simple thing I mean we literally just went to a movie for the birthday party but they will never forget it because they experienced end game together for his birthday you know oh (laughs) it is And I love that you don't have to like spend a ton of money or, you know, do all this crazy outlandish stuff to have it be something that they feel celebrated and that they remember. Because really, that's kind of what I want out of it. I want them to know that they were special and I want them to remember it in some way. Absolutely. Yeah. Another part of it, I think, especially this year, in a year that we've all been quarantined, there have been less opportunities for them to be involved in things where they are receiving kind of natural recognition is I think it's almost more important for us to be recognizing those things and calling those things out and in front of other people this year. Like, Hmm. I want that to be a part of this as well, whether it's just with family or even if we did this at the birthday party, like having maybe everybody say like something they see in the boys or recognizing what accomplishments they've had that have maybe kind of gone under the radar because, you know, normally Roman would have been playing basketball and, you know, receiving whatever accolades that he would have for that, or he would have had band concerts, or he would have had these things where he was receiving recognition for the accomplishments that he'd made. They would have, you know, even with his grades, like, an honor roll assembly and, you know, like all that kind of thing, all of that has been gone. 
And he's not getting that same sort of like, hey, look, people notice that you're grown in these ways. And I would encourage people to like make that a part of those celebrations as well. And I think it would be really fun for us to do like even just telling everybody, like everybody brings something that they've noticed these boys accomplish or change in in the past year and just take like a few minutes to have everyone say that because that's something I know I was receiving so much at that age, so many award ceremonies and, you know, different things that I was involved in where I felt like, oh yeah, I did that. I accomplished that. I made it all the way through that. And so for them to have not really had a whole lot of that in this past year, especially at these ages, I think that it's important that they feel like they're accomplishing things and they have gotten somewhere in the past year where it felt like a lot of wheel spinning, you know? Gosh, I think that's such a great idea because everything has been stripped away. You know, it's, we've been at like the simplest level of getting through school or, I mean, everything's been kind of removed from their lives and we come at this year hungry, you know, for relationships, for experiences, for like you're saying, for just being noticed and not forgotten. Don't we have that need? Like Mm -hmm. I feel that need, like even if the best thing I can say is we made it through, that's something. And I want it noted. I want to talk about it. Like we made it, you guys, we didn't kill each other. We survived. (laughs) no sports and no out yeah. activities being at home school on like, like we did it. That's yeah. something, you know? So I think if what you're saying is like, apply that to our kids and remember that they, they have that well that needs filling too, that that's just been sort of depleted. That's such a great thing. And to have friends, you know, mm-hmm. to put friends on the spot a little bit to do that. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what a good skill that we are, yeah. In like instilling in them at this young age, I think I am particularly blessed with friends who do that. They call out the things that they see in me. And hopefully I'm learning to do that with you guys as well. But you guys are so good at that. And I think like putting that into our kids as much as we can, like having them call those things out in their friends yes. that they see, like that is such a great way for them to learn how to build healthy relationships, even kind of just like relationship skills. But also it takes the focus off of them as, you know, teenagers, you can be really self-absorbed and starting to notice what your friends are doing as well. I think that's yeah. a really good, like it's both good for them to like be built up by their friends, but also learning how to build their friends up too. Great point. I love that. Yeah. So I think that that is a really fun and important part to add to your celebrations, like making sure they're, they're getting that, that piece of it, you know? Yeah. So hopefully this gave you guys just some, you know, wheels turning, thinking about how to celebrate your kids well as they're getting older and as it changes and as we live in this weird world where everything has to be different. But um, that's kind of, I think, the perspective that we are coming at it from and, and hopefully it will be a blessing to other people too. Yeah. 
You guys, while live TV has been the saving grace for many of us through the last year of just needing some entertainment, I'm sure by now a lot of you feel like you're caught up on every single show imaginable. And if you're tired of scrolling through the same movies or shows and miss the excitement of weekly releases and brand new binge fests, then you have got to get Acorn TV. Acorn TV is the largest commercial-free British streaming service that features compelling stories, exclusive premieres, and originals you won't find anywhere else. With Acorn TV, there's always something new to discover. It has hundreds of exclusive shows from around the world, including award-winning mysteries, dramas, comedies, and so much more. And Acorn TV has new releases every week, so you'll never have to worry about running out of content. From production to performances, the series you'll find on Acorn TV are exceptional and refreshing because they're cleverly written, visually striking, and feature renowned actors like David Tennant and Tandy Newton. One of viewer favorite is the Brokenwood Mysteries. Midsummer Murders is probably the most classic British mystery series of all time, and fans of that show are in for a treat because Brokenwood Mysteries is like its New Zealand sister. This series is quirky, cozy, and a lot of fun. D.I. Mike Shepard and his by-the-book assistant investigate murder and mayhem in a seemingly quiet town, and a new season is streaming right now. You can get thousands of hours of new enthralling content on Acorn TV for a fraction of the cost compared to most streaming services at just $5.99 a month. I personally love all of the fun British documentaries they have about castles and all of that kind of thing. I love anything that just feels entrenched in history, and they've got a ton of that on there. And I love that it's always available on any of my devices. I can just pick up wherever I left off. So whether I'm on my phone sitting in the car at ballet and just want to snag a quick show, or in the evening on my TV, it's available anywhere. So if you're ready for a streaming service that offers new stories, new characters, and breathtaking sceneries every week, do what I did and get Acorn TV. Try Acorn TV free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code LIVEWELL. That's A-C-O-R-N TV, code LIVEWELL, to get your first 30 days free. Okay, but let's switch gears a little bit because we haven't been able to do this in a little while because we've had pretty full episodes that we have been creating. And I did a favorite spring favorites episode with Shell, but we haven't really gotten to talk about how we are living well anyway. So let's do a little like short recap on some of our favorite things right now and how we are living well this spring. Oh, fun. Let's do it. Yeah, I think we should. So, Katie, do you have any things that you are just loving so far this spring or that are bringing you life right now? Well, I'm so big on transitions. And, like, yeah. you know, I, you, you've you kind of teased me before about my, um, <laughs> the scent profile. The scent, I have profile. The scent profile in my home. I do it with um, the, we have plugins that, yeah. you know, emit scents. And I do it with my candles and I do it with, um, the hand soaps, like, so I love to do that. I love that transitional time of like, oh, now this is spring scent. (laughs) My twinkle lights change from like the bulkier ones to more like tinkly, just more I did not know that. Really? (laughs) No. Are you kidding me? You have different times twinkle. I mean, (laughs) I knew that this was a thing. I have stayed in your home, but I did not know that the type of time to twinkle light transitioned throughout the year. 
it's not giving too much away. It's true. Oh I, my it, goodness. it sets a different atmosphere. It just does. That if you have lighter, uh, very <laughs> light kind, that is more spring summer. And the well, I will tell you, I thought of you the other day because I found some twinkle lights that were in a drawer. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put one of these on my plants and they're on a timer. And so they Heck come yeah. on every evening. And I think of you every night Aww. when I walk by that plant. <laughs> yep. Well, I bet your plant just looks happy and ready for the it evening. Right? It, it looks so it's, summery. I, I they're grow... fairy lights instead of winter twinkle lights. I don't actually know what the difference is, but they're there. Well, I, don't, I don't know if that's a thing. It's just a me thing. Like I, I don't buy spring fairy lights. I just, are you, you know. sure? <laughs> <laughs> well, I buy fairy lights and use them in the spring. I just mean, they're not marketed that way. I don't know if other people are doing this, but this is just like in I my head. I but... fairly confidently say they're not, but <laughs> I love I believe it. Are. I believe I love it. that you are. Yeah. Yep. So I go to extremes with atmosphere. I really do. And a part of it is because it makes me so happy. I have so many guys here. I don't know that they yeah. really notice, but they do notice the lack of it. Yeah. So they, they kind of perk up about it if it's not there. Like, hey, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but they're not detail oriented. They don't, it, but it really is for me. I do this yeah. for me. So if this doesn't float your boat, then don't, because nobody else notices these things. I can, yes. I can say that pretty quick, confidently. But it's like you at your pinnacle because you are a two. And so you go to a four in health. And so this mm-hmm. is like you fully embodying your personality and getting to create that beauty. And so I love that you do it because it's like, that means you're in such a good place. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. I'm not going down the crazy train. This is no, like Well, healthy. I mean, that's still debatable, <laughs> but at least it's, it's good for you. It's a healthy, yeah. crazy train. Yeah. And these are yeah. only the things I tell you about. <laughs> oh gosh, now I need to know. Oh my word, does this need to happen in a Marco Polo conversation? I need to know the full depth of your four crazy. <laughs> it's it's the yeah, it's, it's something. No, but I'm I, like my wheels are spinning. What could it be? I know, right? <laughs> Oh my, we are not done with this conversation. Oh. We are not done. <laughs> oh. um, I also transition my slippers. I go from the closed toe to the open toe. That's, that's, you know, but that, what that is, I'm talking about. What even about. is that? Like I bet other people. <laughs> fuzzy flip flop. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what it is. I like my toes to be out oh in the spring. Word. Yeah. You asked. <laughs> And here I was ready with these things right on the tip of my tongue. More. I want more. This is like comedy hour. Oh. oh. Yeah. So. What are you holding back? I feel like no, there's right? something else there and you're just like, oh, I can't nope. say that one. I just revealed the fuzzy flip-flop. <laughs> I've said too much. (laughs) Oh, 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 my God. I have been, I, I have to make a transition. I have been reading so many world war one, world war two novels right now, because I found like that perspective was so helpful in a hard time to remember 
other people have had it way harder in history yeah. and like yeah. we're not at war our all these sons all these boys we're talking about they're not headed off to war as soon as yeah. they turn 18 you know like it's good for me to like immerse myself in perspective like that when I start feeling like like you know life is hard and I'm sad about all the things that still aren't normal in our lives yeah. and so that's but I think I've gone too far down that <laughs> because it it's like it's taking an emotional toll and yeah um, it that's a heavy dark hard time period and it has mm-hmm. felt like cathartic but now it's feeling heavy like I'm, yeah. I'm too seeped in it so I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce back to like lighter I, good I idea just have, I have to cycle I just have to cycle <laughs> I can't yep. sit there too long or you know I just it's too much it can be too mm-hmm. much and it's, the better the writing and I've really been reading some quality writing yeah. that sinks too because you're chewing over the words and it just can be a little too much. Yeah, it had definitely has a different impact when it's like well written and you really feel like you're there and it's like, oh, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Because you love that genre too, but it can I do. be too, it can just be too much. And then I there's been a couple that I haven't finished. Like I can't, mm-hmm. but then there, yeah. this latest one, I wanted to close it, but I couldn't. I felt like I have to honor this story. Oh. I have to honor it by getting through it, but it wow. did take a toll. Yeah. 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 And I have found just, I mean, and probably, I don't know, I've had extra on top of pandemicness, you know? And so even like starting to broach any of those, I I've tried a couple and then it was like, Nope, never mind. I'm going back to like a rom-com novel or nothing at all. I mean, really recently I've just had to dive into output mode. I talked about this in a Patreon live the other day, but because I have been doing a lot of creating myself, it's harder for me to have a lot of input because I have to make sure that I'm like staying true to my own voice and the stuff that I'm creating. And I'm just in a different headspace than I am in like take it in mode. And so if I'm taking okay. in anything, it's like really lame reality TV because that's like the level that isn't going to impact my creativity. But if I do anything else, it takes me out of that headspace that I need. Oh, to that's be interesting. In. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I've really been where I started out the year really strong. I felt like with reading, it has just completely been removed from my sphere of influence currently. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So I'll get back there, but I need to like fully press into this output mode, I think for a little while. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's good to just remember it's a cycle. You know, you're not stuck here forever. This is just, this is what it is right now, but you'll get out of it. I'm already preparing myself for the end of the year when I like have to adjust my reading goal in Goodreads (laughs) to make it way less than I thought it would be for the year. That's so funny. Because it's like, okay, this is just not going to be the year. (laughs) I know. But I have to like... (laughs) achieve a certain number of books a month in order to meet that goal and I'm like honestly normally if I'm in a reading slump like I'll just start doing a lot of listening to audiobooks I'm not even doing that like I have completely like pulled myself out of the reading space I joked 
at the beginning of the year as I was having trouble like finding books that I even felt like I was resonating with. I was like, this is the year to abandon books because I just kept shutting book after book after book. I would get like a chapter in and be like, nope, it's not sucking me in. And I've, I've read a couple, but I am mostly in this, this other mode. And I have, I've been mentally preparing myself for December when it's like, okay, I may not have read many books, but I wrote one. (laughs) You know, that has to be a thing. So that has to be a thing. I I think your kid needs to give you a badge. Right? Yeah. Right. I think so too. And that was really, (laughs) that was the only reason I read as much as I did in January because I was getting badges. And credit for it. And so so if Kindle had, they actually asked at the end of January, they sent out a survey for people who had done it. And they're like, so was this like a thing for you? Would you want us to do it again? I was like, well, apparently it's the only way I'm going to read from now on. So you better be releasing (laughs) some new badges soon. Or my Kindle is just going to start collecting dust. Oh, so so funny. Yeah. (laughs) It was a real thing. So this the fullness of my three. That's all I want to reveal. Yeah, because you say that like thinking through and I hear that and I think, oh my gosh, I still have so much time. Like that's where my mind would go. And yeah. your mind is like, I need to troubleshoot for the end. <laughs> it yeah. might not like happen, I'm, I'm already behind. Like I had wow. goals to meet along the way and they're not being met. So do I just go in there right now and be like, that's not a number that's achievable? Or do I set aside an entire month to do nothing but read and try to make up for wow. it? Wow. What do I do? Yeah. Wow. That really spells out the differences right there. Yeah. Interesting. It's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why when I have people in my life who refuse to plan anything, it's like, like okay, I can only go so far down this road yeah. before I'm just going to need you to like give me some sort of direction here but, yeah. <laughs> I, digress. I digress and then they finally give it to you and it's like so much deeper than you were even prepared for and you're just like oh I can't trust you I didn't want to but fine I'll let you take the wheel okay <laughs> What did this episode start out celebrating our teens? Now it's this emotional gotten, therapy. It's gotten uh, in the weeds. It's, it's gotten in the weeds. All right. <laughs> we need to call it. We need to call it. Time of death. Noon. Noon on Thursday. And I have to pick my girls up in 45 minutes. Oh, my what God. Does the school district keep doing to me? Just keep oh them there. Just keep them. All right. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Live Well Anyway. <laughs> Celebrating our teens, the one where yes. we killed it. Yes. <laughs> but next week, I, it is going to be a fun episode because we are going to bring Shell on the show and we are going to talk about celebrating each other in friendship because it's my birthday episode. No way. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. We're going to talk about friendship and celebrating and. I'll be doing it with two of the best celebrators out there. So it'll be a, a good time. It will. We're going right. to talk about like your birthday last year and stuff like yes. that, right? Like, it'll, yeah, yeah. Really fun. yeah. And how we do it and how we don't feel guilt over it and how we like, 
we yes. have learned to celebrate our friends and have longevity uh, and friendships and right with very good. low pressure yes <laughs> low, low expectations yeah it doesn't always happen and that's okay yeah <laughs> or it's like oh your birthday was six months ago we just finally managed to do it but it doesn't matter because we love each other <laughs> yep we just had to condense three people's birthdays into one dinner but we're making it work yeah it's a good deal. It's good. Yeah. I promise. I, it sounds like it's going to be a really lame episode, but I promise you guys it's going to be really good. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be as in the weeds as this episode got. All right. But <laughs> I hear they love us. I hear they do. They give oh, us I, reviews that says they this do. This will really so. prove it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure will. All right. Calling it. Okay. See you next week. Okay. Bye. <laughs>that's it for this week's episode as always you can swipe up in whatever app you are listening to the podcast on to find the show notes there or you can go to mckenziecoppa.com and click on podcast and of course my website is where you can also find links to all of our affiliates and sponsors which we so appreciate when you shop through those links and use any of those discount codes and at mckenziecoppa.com you can also find my blog where I feature my five Friday favorites and all that kind of thing so be sure to head over there to get all the details of what is going on And lastly, if you really want to stay on top of all the content that is coming out from Live Well Anyway and from me, you're going to want to subscribe to my newsletter called Well Anyway. It comes out every Wednesday, (coughs) or at least I try. And not only does it have a list of everything that I have been putting out on the interwebs, but it also has a fun little essay that I write just for my subscribers. And we get to talk in the comments. So it's a good time and we would love to have you come join us. You can go to mckenziecoppa.substack to subscribe to Well Anyway, and I hope to see you there soon. All right, until next week when we will be discussing celebrating our friends, go be bold and gracious. Mm